So, uh, what's the best thing for me to do if I need to, like, take a bathroom break? Just don't swear at your wife. So I got it recording on my end. I spent the majority of it with Craig. Deli- like, it sounds delicious. <laughs> you know how when you can tell that the food is really good? <laughs> Welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your host, A.O., Antito, Mark, and Craig and Craig Chewing. This week is a crossover episode with your hosts and your other hosts. It's pretty much everyone's a host. There are no guests. And we're all going to try to fight over who wins. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I do. I do. Religiously. So are we going to talk about the concert now or on the podcast, Craig? Feel free to go to the bathroom. It's part of my religion. Are we on the podcast? It's not right now. It'll be later. Hey, Mark. How's it going? I love you, Mark. Are you done chewing, Craig? <laughs> oh, gross. So welcome to Best 3 out of 3, the podcast. <laughs> yes, the two podcasts have had a car accident, and we're going to try to salvage what we can. Uh, the Two Crazy Scoops car has been totaled, and we are going to get more money than what the car was worth, so that's good news. <laughs> <laughs> so on this episode, uh, we're going to have some interesting things that happen. We've got incredible small town news coming up. We've, like, from Canada, by the way. We've got a bike to berate. I know. I can barely believe it myself. Can <laughs> you explain been... to the two crazy scoops audience what berate my bike is? Berate my bike is a is a special feature of the best three out of three, the podcast, in which people send us pictures of their bicycles and we berate them. Oh, so, I could so, have sent you a picture of mine. Yeah, that's what I thought. Did you not send one to Antonio or something? No. How are we supposed to be Aaron's bike if he didn't send in a picture? Yeah, he didn't tell me to take a picture of it. Can you take a picture real quick? Seriously? I thought this was the whole... Antonio, this is like the entire... This is on the outline. (laughs) I thought we mentioned it uh, in the chat thing that we had. Yeah, you did mention that, but you didn't tell anything about taking a picture of it. Oh, Okay. We are off to a great start. So normally, on best three out of three, <laughs> can you of the describe podcast, the bike to us? Then we uh, people send us pictures. Oh, you know to what? Email. I can just send you a. Can I just send you a link to what it looks like? It no, yes. it that'll be, that'll no, work. No, because it's the same thing. Oh, but it's yeah, it'll work. And what we're looking for is the rust <laughs> and like the reasons why your bike is rust. terrible. Yeah, rust exactly. There is no rust. You on heard my bike. Mark will find the rust if there is rust. There is okay? none. My bike is in perfect condition. Thank that's, you. <laughs> that's probably wishful thinking. You can't prove it because you don't have any pictures. Right. So. Well, you didn't, if I had known, I would have taken a picture of it. But. Uh, well, you could go take a picture while we talk about the uh, OK Computer album, which which is also coming up. I'm going to take another bite of this quesadilla. <laughs> okay, Greg. Thank you. Enjoy it for me, please. It looks delicious. I caught a Wait, glimpse. Wait, what's the but I do have a question, though. What's the difference between me sending you a picture of what the bike looks like versus my actual bike? Because they want to judge whether your bike is filthy or not. Because my bike is in it's it because it's in my room. It's it's put up. I have it put up on the stand, and in order to get a good look at it, I have to really take it outside and take a shot of it outside. Where there's plenty of light. No, Craig, Craig is just exaggerating. We don't actually look for rust and try to diminish your, you know, people's <laughs> bikes as much as possible. We're it's just basically at least not while they're here. <laughs> at least while they're not on the actual podcast. Most, most, yeah, mostly, I just care about the components and you know, okay, the frame so, and what it's made okay. out of and stuff like that. That's it. Gotcha. But okay. but it but I guess if it was particularly dirty, 
like for instance like kenneth's bike a few episodes ago was particularly dirty i did comment on that because it was disgusting but you know i i don't expect a, an actual cyclist <laughs> to have such a filthy bike and i'm sure kenneth is kenneth's bike is clean and and nice now that was just when he first got it so, so mark what's your background in biking um i have no background in biking um for the I, last couple of weeks or before that when you, you ride bikes uh when, when did you start riding bikes oh uh, when did i start riding bikes well when did I, you start becoming an enthusiast well i always liked my you know riding bikes as a kid but um of course i didn't have the actual money to purchase a real bike but um pretty recently in the past couple of years picked it up and uh started with a mountain bike and then one of my other friends has a has a a really nice road bike and he just looking at man it's gorgeous and i was like man i want one of those road bikes so i was just trying to figure out any way to to be able to get a road bike and uh this an- another friend i have actually gave me a road bike and so I just, uh, and it was actually really nice. It's older, but it's really nice, great condition. And then I started replacing components. They didn't need to be replaced, but I just wanted to upgrade anyway. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, so Mark, if they listen to the best three out of three, what are what can they hear on that podcast? Wait, so what? What was the question? If people are going to listen to the best three out of three, what can they hope to hear about bicycles? They can hope to hear bicycles that are subpar berated, but bicycles that are actual real bicycles and, and nice uh, to be treated with respect and dignity as they yeah, should be. absolutely. You'll also hear three-fourths of what's happening right now <laughs> <laughs> because Antonio is also on the podcast. Yeah. But you already know that if you're listening to Best 3 to 3. But like let's i don't i don't know we're we're going off on tangents here i don't know where we should start uh i mean antonio and i just went to a concert i don't know if we're starting on that foot or yeah not. we could start on that foot and then move <laughs> it on it was amazing bike. especially because we're going to if we're going to talk about radiohead today we want to be rate i mean we're just going to rate we're going to review okay computer um yeah last we'll time try we to keep it bends. brief try to keep yeah it it'll brief. be brief sweet and brief uh, We'll announce this is the first concert I've ever been to while I was in bed. So that was very nice. Yeah, it was a live stream concert <laughs> event. Uh, the band was The Smile, and they are Tom York and Johnny Greenwood, both from Radiohead, and Tom Skinner, I believe, from Sons of Kemet, which I think is a jazz band. He was the drummer. It was incredible. It was like listening to a new album of Radiohead songs for the first time, but they played them all live, and there was only three of them. Um, it was breathtaking. How yeah. did you feel, Antonio? Uh, the drummer's amazing. I really yeah. like the how... Just to start off with, man, the beats were awesome. Tom York was playing bass, which he doesn't usually do when playing in Radiohead. And yeah. every they were all three of them. It's only three people, and they all switch instruments throughout the show. Yeah, even the and drummer, he was doing like synths and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's like three personalities all being uh, translated into different instruments. Yeah, it was It was cool. pretty awesome. So we'll have to, if you haven't heard about The Smile, you can check them out if you like Radiohead. Speaking of Radiohead, Mark and Aaron, did you, Aaron, did you get to listen to OK Computer? 
most of it. I fell asleep during some parts of it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you know at what point you made it to in the album? Um, Probably. The first first track? (laughs) No, I made it past that one. Okay. Um, Oh, and funny enough, I had actually heard of one of the songs before. Um, I had heard um, Karma Police before. Oh, yeah. That's a popular one. Um. So I don't know. Probably somewhere around shortly after that went off. So fitter, happier, electroneering. Around that point. Okay. Well, that's it. you. You got the. Uh, and were you sound asleep afterward? Did you wake up and catch the last half of the al- or like like last song of the album? Or uh, I just... probably heard like the tourist as well. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was pretty tired this afternoon. That's okay. What was your initial reaction listening to it though? I mean, it was okay. It, it didn't. It didn't stand out to me as anything like, "Oh my god, I have to listen to this." It was more like, but I, you know, I like different types of music. And, exactly. Um, and I, I mean, it wasn't. How can I put it? I liked it enough to want to go back and finish listening to it. Well, that's you know, good. And I can definitely play this if I'm in. You know, depending on what mood I'm in, I can definitely play it. What kind of a mood do you have to be in to listen to this album? Um, that's a good question. Like severely anxious? No, not necessarily. Just okay. more Saturday afternoon. I feel like it helps if I'm anxious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. More like Saturday afternoon relaxing at home. Relaxing? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's an interesting take, Aaron. I uh, I wouldn't classify OK Computer as a relaxing album. But you did fall asleep to it, so I could be wrong here. <laughs> so Mark, Not, oh sorry, go ahead. Just to be fair, just one last thing. I, I I didn't. I wasn't necessarily studying the lyrics, or or nor do I did I study the background of all the songs and stuff like that. So right, and it was your first time ever hearing it, right? Except for yeah. Karma Police, right? Exactly. Yeah, and that's okay. I mean, it's it's interesting to get a first take on this album, especially because I think. It takes multiple listens, multiple tries to really even start understanding it. So, Mark, I'm really interested to hear what your take on this was, because you gave Pablo Honey, their first album, a, oh man, I don't remember, six something, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was about a a, six. And then you gave the Benz, I think you said like 6.7. Yeah, I think it was higher towards seven. Yeah, the and then so what do you? How do you feel about <clears throat> OK Computer? I mean, you had never heard it before either, but you had a few weeks to kind of delve into it. So what? Uh, what did you take away? Yeah, I mean, I've listened to it about a dozen times, uh, maybe a little bit more, and all the way through. Um, I think it's a great album, but I don't think it's something that I necessarily like listening to. Um, it the style, right? I don't like his. Um, his vocals. I don't like Tom's vocals in it. Um, also, I have to mention too that I've lost all respect for Muse. Oh well. yeah, after yeah. this album, eh? Yeah, like, yeah. I just I can't listen to Muse anymore. Um, I mean, it's so clear. Aaron that loves Muse. It's so clear that they ripped off of this album like super hard. Yeah, it's really clear, isn't it? Especially, yeah. I feel like uh, exit music for a film, that like distorted bass yes, kind of yes, thing. You know, yep. that's huge muse. Yeah, um, um, I, I do I do really appreciate the album. I think it's, it's you know, a, you know, like I said, a good album. But 
it's not really like something I would necessarily really, really like and enjoy. It's not the kind of style that I'm like super into. I, I like it, but it's not like it didn't really hit as hard for me mm-hmm. as for instance, uh, the previous, you know, uh, the Ben's album. Um, uh, my favorite part of the entire album is on the song Lucky, which is the second to the last song in the last okay. minute, minute and 10 seconds of that song. Yeah. So that's my favorite part in the entire album. Nice. I also really like uh, number four, Exit Music for a Film. Such I also, I really liked Paranoid Android too, when it, like the first few times I listened to it. But as I continued to listen to it, I just kind of got bored waiting. I feel like this album makes you wait so long to hear the good parts, oh, which yeah, is okay. okay, but I don't like how it happens all, in every song. Like it's okay to make you wait to hear the good part for like a song or two in an album, but they do it in every single song I feel like, and or just about every single song. They make you wait so long for the good part and the good part comes at the end and there's not enough of it, right? So, yeah. so that's kind of how I feel about this album. I don't know, I'd probably give it a six. Even though it's like one of the most highly, oh, highly so rated. So you would score this like lower than Pablo Honey? E- probably right around Pablo Honey. Maybe. S- yeah, probably right. Oh at, my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> same, similar to Pablo Honey. That, but that I know is because it's controversial. The, it's controversial. Well, the but, style of Pablo Honey is something you're probably a little more used to. Yeah, yeah the it's, style it's more, is very different. It is very different. Pablo Honey is a little bit more grungy kind of and gritty and more yeah. kind of rocking. This one's, like I said, it just takes, for me, it just takes too long to get to the good parts of the song. And I, I hate waiting for that. Like, I'll wait for it for a song or two. And if, this, <laughs> and if the part is amazing, like on Lucky, I love that part, the last minute of it. But the first, what is it, two and a half minutes of the song, three minutes of the song, I'm like, and the thing is, like, I don't even like the first two and a half minutes of lucky that much like <laughs> it's 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 good but it's not like blowing me away until the last minute and 10 seconds um, right okay i so, do i do like the entirety of exit music for a film i do like that entire song also yeah that's it that's it um the other two. songs the other songs basically just they just take too long for me to get going interesting now do you think okay go ahead antonio sorry well, I was just going to say, can you explain to Aaron, like, how you can like the music, but know that Tom York may not be, like, the greatest singer in the world? Wait, what, you're asking me that? Yeah. How how I can like the music, but know that Tom York is what? Not the great, what? Not really a great singer. Like, it's kind of off-putting in certain times for people. I think he is a great singer. I just don't like the style in this particular album. I mean, yeah, you know. It's I like the style. Sorry, I like the style in Pablo Honey and in the Benz. And in Kid, Kid A. a which we'll get to. <laughs> oh man. I, it's so good. I that album that album is has blown me away and I can't wait to review that because oh, that man. that scores off the charts for me. Tune in on the next podcast. Yeah. But yeah, I just what... didn't like the style of OK Computer. I just didn't like the style. That's it basically. Yeah. Do you think that it's because it uh it takes longer to grow on you. I don't, I think I gave it sufficient time. Okay. I listened to it more than a dozen times. It's been weeks and it, I don't think it's going to grow on me to be it's honest. It's interesting. It's really interesting. You say that because I favored the bends over. Okay. Computer, uh, for a few years 
And there's some, I really have to be in the right mood to really benefit from OK Computer. Um, <laughs> you benefit from it. Yeah, I, I benefit from it spiritually and emotionally, <laughs> physically. physically. <laughs> yeah, physically, mentally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Craig's muscles are just like growing. What are you sitting there? <laughs> yeah. So it's got to be the right time. And honestly, I didn't like it for the longest time. I remember the first time I listened. I got it on CD and we were driving, I think, to like Sierra Vista or something. It was a long drive. And I like put it in the CD player and I was like, every single one of these songs just like irritates me. (laughs) I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. Uh, It's grown on me now and I appreciate it. It's not my favorite album that they've done. I think it, it has, it made a big impact in the music industry. Uh, But like you said, Mark, it's not one that I will always reach for to listen to all the way through, but I really like specific songs on the album. Yeah. And I'll go back. I go back to those very often or I'll play them on guitar even. Or they're um, super catchy. Like I'll have songs from this yeah. album stuck in my head, yeah. but I just don't care for them. Um, I will also add, and then I'll, and then I'll be done. The last song, the tourist, I usually like, I enjoy when the last song of an album is epic. Right. And, yeah. I feel like the last song on any album should be epic more so than the other songs. Right. Yeah. The tourist for me is not at all. It just kind of like dings out at the end. Yeah, exactly. Ding. Like what's that ding? At ding. The, there's literally a ding at the end and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. But like, it also, again, <laughs> again, it takes forever to get anywhere. Yeah. In th- that last song, the tourist, it takes forever to get yeah. to the point. And it's just, it's like over five minutes long. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have this kind of time, you know, to just be listening and listening. Because <laughs> you're to... busy selling stocks, so you don't have you don't have time to be listening to Radiohead. Exactly. So, but, Aaron, how do you feel listening to a conversation about Radiohead? It's fine. I can, you know, I can learn something. I'm just listening. And I getting... think. I think we can pretty much wrap it up there. We don't need to comment. Yeah, I just was wondering what Antonio, like Antonio didn't say what he thought about it. I was just wondering if he had a take. 10 out of 10, man. The only song I hate is Electioneering. That song is trash. Seriously? I hate Electioneering, yeah. I can't. That's my least favorite song on the album. I, they have a lot of B-sides from this era. Mark, that is an incredible coffee mug. (laughs) That's me and my wife. I know. Oh, I was gonna be like, "Who's that with your wife?" <laughs> oh. So, um, but yeah, I don't even remember electioneering. They have better songs that could replace electioneering from that same era, and it'd be better. I would give the album. Yeah, electioneering a, is terrible. Uh, I would give OK Computer a seven and a half out of ten. Wow, what did I you think give I'd Pablo? Go Honey? With Mark, Pablo Honey, I gave six point seven. I think I'd go with Mark and give the six. You're giving OK Computer a six? Yeah. Okay. So maybe I'll go... Apollo, I'll, honey, I'll just put a little bit lower than that. I'll go down. I'll go down to a seven because I love seven of the songs on here probably. Let me see. One, two, three, four. Let Down is my favorite song um, on the album. And no surprises. Yeah. Okay. Well, 6.9. I'll give it a 6.9. No Surprises is probably my favorite song. And Exit for a Film. Music I, for a film. Yeah, I really liked No Surprises like for a couple of times that I listened to it and then I just got bored of it. Yeah. I, just I used to have this friend it. who'd play it all the time though, so it makes me think of him whenever I listen to it. Oh yeah, nice. 
So that's OK Computer. Dun, 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 but you weren't dun. expecting that. No, definitely not. For the normal craziness that generally goes on on the show. Yeah, most people think that this is the greatest album of all time, which I don't yeah, agree with. Certainly, certainly mistaken. Yeah, I don't agree Here with that. Here is my opinion, though. Oh, good. I had a friend tell me that he doesn't need a history lesson every time that he listens to music. But I like to keep that in mind. If I were to go back and listen to albums in 1997, I mean... Oh, well, this, yeah. You, what? Oh, no, no, here we go. Aaron, tell us about music in 97. <laughs> <laughs> You're stinking old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. Sure. We have a person who was alive <laughs> and consuming art at the time. <laughs> Aaron, um, tell us about the 90s. So, 97, at that point, I was primarily listening to R&B. Craig. Okay. And pop at the time. I have so a case of really, I, I wasn't listening to anything <laughs> like Radiohead at the time. With a few exceptions. I guess I liked Red Hot Chili Peppers. I liked, um, you know, bands like that. The ones who crossed over into the pop charts, Nirvana, things like that. But I definitely Ra- Radiohead was on the charts. Have you ever they heard were. Creep? You ever well, heard yeah. Creep, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I like Creep. Um, but that was because that was a huge song. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, so everybody knows those. Well, that's why I say it pop and R and B. So anything that crossed over to the charts, that's what I was listening to. Ninety-seven. So yeah, so Radiohead. If you uh, other than Creep, I didn't know any of their music back then. So. Um, nice. Well, but, exactly. So yeah. I think just seeing for the time that it came out and how what what quote unquote I would say underground, even though it was pretty mainstream, but it was experimental. That's the only reason why I'd say it's interesting. <clears throat> but compared to what the concert we just saw today, I mean, the concert we saw today was a like twelve out of ten. Yeah, like wow. <laughs> But that's why, like, Radiohead just gets better and better and better yeah, as they go. So, like, Kit, like Mark saw already from Kid A, I'm already happy that he listened and, and enjoyed it. And we're going to really go deep on that next time. So can, can we, we rate the bike now? Yeah, let's go into the bike. Welcome to the podcast within a podcast. Welcome to B-Rate My Bike. With your hosts, Craig, Mark, and Antonio, and Aaron. <laughs> and uh, did Aaron end up sending a picture of his bike? I will send it right now. I was trying to send it through Zoom, but he it won't said let me. here it is in the chat. And I know, but it, just, I can't. I, it won't let me attach no the picture. picture. Just yeah. those words. It won't let me attach the picture. So, so I'm now eating a quesadilla. Oh, Mark! Uh, I had a quesadilla at the beginning of this podcast. Unless, unless it's something you know that I don't. Do you know how to send pictures through Zoom? No, I've never done that. Okay, you yeah, it won't let me. Okay, so uh, tell us about your bike. Aaron, why did you get this bike? What makes you think you're a biker and other such related things? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I had a hybrid before this, just a regular. It was a giant. Uh, that was the brand. So can you tell us what? Yeah. What, what is this one? This one is called uh, a ride one up. It's the 500 series. I have the one. The If you if you click on that link that I sent you. Yeah, um, it should. Yeah. It, so I have not the the regular gray one but the one with the tan and i don't know what color it is brown handlebars and seat i think mark was salivating over a bike like this just but a couple months ago yeah not too long ago how do you how do you like this mark say hold on what was the question again 
Okay, what, we'll just go back Antonio to Aaron saying? until you can just keep eating your quesadilla. And no, we're I'm, gonna go back to I'm looking at the bike, but Antonio, I didn't hear the question. <laughs> no, I said you were salivating over a uh, bike that looked like this not only a couple months ago, correct? Oh, I guess, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I had a... Go ahead. Before this, I had a, a giant, um, just a regular giant hybrid bike. and So that's not an expensive bike. It's like in the 300 $300 range. It's not so was that expensive. an e- e-bike or no? No, just okay. a regular hybrid. Okay. Yep. And I use it mainly for commuting and just riding on the trails here in Tucson for fun. And right. so I went on some rides with, um, funny enough, Antonio's dad uh, and some other friends. And was, they was were Antonio's dad's bike there. Yes. His oh, bike nice. was there. And, nice. <laughs> and he, uh, they all had road bikes. And I'm the only person with the hybrid. So oh, I bet you were struggling. I was struggling, yeah. And I was very annoyed by that. So what I was going to do was upgrade and get a, uh, a road bike just like them. But then, you know, being the nerd that I am, I, I kept seeing a lot about um, these different electric bikes. And I kept reading, seeing different reviews on them. And I said, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, they cost about the same, roughly. And it's, it's something different. And so I was going to get this bike from this company called Rad Power Bikes. And Rad Power Bikes is the largest manufacturer of electric bikes in the U.S. And so I actually ordered one of their bikes. But then the bike was delayed. Um, Like the shipment was delayed and they kept pushing back the delivery date. So while I was doing some research on similar bikes, I came across this other company, which was a newer company. It's called Ride One Up. And their bike... And this for the same in the same price range as the Rad Power Bike, this one had more features. Like for example, the top speed on the Rad Power Bike I think was um, I think it was like twenty miles an hour, and it's a class two. And this one was a class three. It goes up to twenty eight miles an hour, and um, wow. And it's, it was the same price. And there were some other features like the little display on it. Uh, the battery life was longer. The motor was stronger. And it has some really solid parts. And so that's why I ended up canceling the Rad Power Bike order and getting this ride one up. And I love it. And I've put over a thousand miles on it since the time I've had it. Wow. How long, have, a, how long have you had it? Um, I think I got it in. I want to say this. Maybe January 2021, I think. Okay, so it's been just like just a year, just over a year? Yeah, just over a year. Nice. Nice. And you're happy with it? Takes you Mm -hmm. around? Do you feel like you're still able to get a good exercise on it, even though it's like an e-bike? Yeah, so the thing... Okay, so that's another thing. So with e-bikes, and I don't know if... Well, you don't have to look at it, but you basically... There's like a picture that show on that website that shows you what the um, little LCD display looks like. So you can turn the power off. You don't actually have to have power to ride an e-bike. But you it would turn- be heavy without the power, would it not? Well, it is. It's a 70-pound bike. It's very heavy. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, no, you have. Oh, man. No, no, no. Yeah, no, so. But but to answer your question, you ask, can you get a workout? The answer is yes. You, you can still <laughs> well, okay, get a workout. But I mean, like, while you're using the e-bike, feet, like, it's an e-bike. So you're, right. you're going to use it. Is it still like you get your 
cardio up and it's absolutely so yeah. you can tr- you control the levels so it has five well mine has five different levels of it that's the pedal electric assist and so if i want a good workout you just turn it to one which one or two which basically negates the weight of how heavy the bike is so it's almost like riding almost can compare it to riding like level one is compared like comparing it to my hybrid giant bike almost okay just enough assist to help you get over the fact that you're riding on something that weighs 70 pounds. <laughs> yeah. So, but so workout for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, normally when I'm riding, I usually have it on level two or level three, depending on where I'm at. Level two is what I usually keep it at though. And it, uh, how's the battery on it? Uh, good. I mean, I can go, I mean, I've gone, I'm trying to think, I'll see if I can find my my longest ride on that before but yeah. the bike the, the but the the battery depends on what level you have it at exactly but, like I, but I mean I can go like on a like I've done like three hour rides before and the battery was fine. yep nice mm-hmm. yeah, so. that's pretty cool so Mark uh, I mean you're an e-bike connoisseur of sorts uh what what is your take on this e-bike uh, and be honest, Mark. I mean, it's a it's a good e bike, you know. Um, Just pretend Aaron's not here. I don't know a ton. I don't know a ton about e bikes. Uh, I mean, just like anything, they can go up into the in well into the thousands, right? Uh, you can get like a super expensive e bike for ten grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the price here is is you know it shows the price here, and that's I say that's a probably more towards. I think entry level e bikes are around a thousand, maybe. So this is a step up from entry level, probably. Um, it's hard to see the components, but on an e bike, the components don't matter as much because you have the electric, the electric assist. The, the gearing is a Shimano cassette. Uh, the derailleur is Shimano Acera. Mm. Yeah. Um. Um, that's so, not, I'm not familiar with that actually. That's that might Sarah. be an that's e-bike a speci- That's an e-bike specific. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. They're I all, mean, they're, most of the components are e-bike specific. So I'd give it a zero out of 10 for art quality because Aaron, <laughs> because Aaron didn't take a picture of his own bike, which is like the whole point of this is to make, like make fun of the bike in its random location. Uh, if if you've listened to the do podcast. you really want me to take if you want I'll take a picture of it where it's at but it's on my stand in my no it's too room. late it's too late Aaron we already okay. it's too late but uh, ten out of ten for Aaron's happiness with this bike that's what I'll give it um Antonio. I generally give bikes a ten out of ten but I'll give this an eleven out of ten because you know like that one extra little bit that you can go with the battery is pretty cool. Do you feel a bigger sense of freedom knowing that you have that ability to travel without having a car? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. There's only one thing really keeping me from even keeping my car. <laughs> oh, yeah. Other, otherwise, I would have sold that thing. Yeah. What's what's I, making you keep it? But, well, I'll put it, th- but, well, one of the benefits of having a car is during the summer when it's hot is, you know. Yeah. Here, then. Well, I mean, um, for example, like we don't we we sold our car now that we're living downtown Toronto in the big city. Like we can walk everywhere or take transit if we need to, and we really like that. Like we don't have an e bike, but the freedom of not having a car, I can definitely oh, say, is amazing. Yeah, not having to pay the insurance. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I own my car, so I don't pay a note. But not having to pay the insurance was nice, or gas is nice. Yeah. But um, the heat. I would say the heat. 
that's probably a big reason here. It's but nice right this time of year is it's amazing, but during the summer, uh, I've, I've I have ridden home from work on my bike in hundred degree heat, and it's not pleasant. I don't care what nobody says. People do it, but if I can help it, I'd rather not. So yeah. But do you think this is a good choice for someone who's just looking to commute? Maybe like you know twenty minutes to their job or something. Oh yeah, definitely. That's yeah. an excellent commuter bike. Yeah. Nice. And then, of course, you can always get all the accessories that come with it. I didn't get any of those hardly, but, you know, there's different racks you can add to it. There's fenders you can put on it. Um, there's, you know, different little, like if you scroll at the very bottom, there's like all these little accessories you can get. A cargo trailer. You have like those pegs on the back tires so someone could stand on, hold your back and ride on it with you? I do not. No. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> If you want to ride on the back, though, I'll get them just for you. <laughs> that would be cool. It's amazing. When I, I've only ridden, rode an e-bike one time. Can I ask you, Mark, what what made you decide to have a quesadilla tonight? Because I had a quesadilla. Was it because you saw me eating a quesadilla, or was this already yes. on the schedule? <laughs> yes, it was It was because did, of did you. Did you order it from Uber? I did. Oh, <laughs> can you tell us about the experience with experience, the, yes, with the Uber delivery driver? <laughs> Uh, can you walk us How through? How would what you happened? rate him? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's currently feeding me the quesadilla right now. So oh, I noticed you didn't get up. I, so I was gonna, wondering if he opened your door. I'm going to give him like a four out of five stars. Yeah. Oh, four out of five. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, you know. <laughs> so, working for Uber, uh, Aaron, what do you have to say about Uber delivery? Uh, it was okay. I didn't do a lot of delivery when I was working with Uber because it was still, they were still rolling it out at the time and it was still relatively new. Um, it was cool. I, you didn't get paid much at that time and apartments were a pain in the butt. So it might be better now, but at the, when I was doing it, it was, I wasn't crazy about it, but you know, during the pandemic though, food delivery obviously blew up. And so it's, you can probably do Uber and just do food delivery and probably make decent money now. But when I was doing uber it was uh they they were rolling out the food delivery still so it's true um you you might not have heard the episode but mark uh we had my brother on and he was complaining about how the the delivery driver like just didn't come into his apartment and just drove off with his food (laughs) because he he didn't take like two seconds to like just come into the building and buzz him he just like gave up and left and uh, we were talking about that. How do you, did you ever do that? Did you ever just like, you're like, well, nobody's here. And then you just drove off with their food. I, I've wanted to because people like, <laughs> because like, for example, there's a note, there's a section where you can leave notes on where to go. Like if it's an apartment complex, sometimes people wouldn't have their apartment in there or the details. So you roll up to this apartment complex and you're like, okay, yeah. where do I go? Who am I supposed to see? Yeah. How do, is there a gate code? You can put all of that in the notes if you want or tell them, hey, when you get there on the on the gate, you know, call me on the gate or buzz me or call me or text me or something. There's no instruction. So you text these people and they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. OK, yeah, I'll be down. And then you're sitting there waiting for them. You know, it yeah. was. And then so you're losing money while you're waiting. Yeah. So that's annoying. And, you know, when I order, I have. Very detailed instructions in the notes on what to do when you get to my apartment. That's it's, good. It's, he, so. You, so Mark uh, has detailed instructions also. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to share how uh, 
how Kenneth likes his Uber Eats deliveries. Oh, yeah. Well, Kenneth, you know, he likes the driver to, you know, step out of the car, walk over to his apartment, knock on the door, clean the handle, the door handle, open the door after Kenneth has unlocked it. Kenneth greets him, comes in, they sit down, the Uber driver opens up the box of pizza. After, of course, getting a plate and fork and knife, they sit down together. For pizza? Yes. The Uber driver then (laughs) proceeds to cut the pizza and feed Kenneth, piece by piece, the pizza into his mouth. While (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't couldn't do it with a straight face. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He broke. Keep going. You can do it, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) While Kenneth of course chews and the uber driver also giving chewing instructions and chewing coaching <laughs> coaching the chewing as well to make sure that kenneth's body <laughs> 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 to make sure that kenneth chews properly and that his body can digest said pizza then the uber driver proceeds <laughs> i can't do that. oh my gosh bath time then the Uber driver takes care of <laughs> Bath time. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to start Very coughing detailed a lot. instructions. I'm going to start don't, coughing don't, a lot. Don't laugh too much, Mark. Don't, don't start coughing. But, uh, wow. yeah. So can you put all that in the notes, Aaron? <laughs> no. I don't want nobody feeding me pizza. Although, no. Never mind. No. Okay, <laughs> you never wanna... know who you're gonna get either. On top of that, <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it could be a plus, and it could be it could, you're right. It could go either way. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that is kind of cool, though. Could you imagine that type of service where someone will actually come in, bring you food, come into your kitchen, yeah. set the table, <laughs> put that's food the on joke the though, because that's what people think is gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you're, we're, we're describing a butler, I think. Is what we're describing. <laughs> yeah, a and that's butler. that's what Kenneth expects on yeah. every single Uber trip, <laughs> on every single Uber delivery. That's what is expected. Nothing less will nothing you know, suffice. So, Uh-oh. Kenneth is, you know, that's why he's so displeased. Well, um, there was a there was an article I found that said that the police officer completes a woman's DoorDash order after arresting the delivery driver. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, did you see that? So uh-huh. that's that's the kind of service we're looking for, you know, above and beyond. <laughs> that's from the police, though, not from the Uber drivers. <laughs> They're the ones getting arrested. <laughs> well, what was that other article we saw where the Uber person, like, wrote a poem or something? Oh, Remember? yeah, you, said, you sent me one that yeah, said Yeah, he, that. like, wrote a poem for the person, and they were like, this, this is amazing service, and you know that's all we expect. Just write us a poem. While yeah, we poem. just one Order simple food. poem. Yeah, could be a haiku. Book of even. Poetry. <laughs> it could be a haiku. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? It doesn't even rhyme. Uh, got enough <laughs> syllables. Okay, so that was more than enough time spent on whatever that was. Do you, should we go on to the next section, Antonio? Or <laughs> why not? I mean, what else are we gonna do? We could continue talking about Uber. No, I think we've I think we've beaten <laughs> yeah, that, we spent beaten like several episodes. Several episodes. <laughs> it's, crossed, it's crossed many episodes, many countries, yeah. and even now a couple of podcasts. 
Yeah, it's Mark true. is now retiring. It's on, now it's on the Two Crazy <laughs> Scoops podcast, too. It's Wow, it's getting everywhere. They're yeah. going to be like, Mark, tell us the joke. He's like, no. He's going to feel like Creep or uh, Radiohead having people ask him to play Creep. That's right. Tell us the joke. It's your one hit. Mark, say the words. He's like, okay. He opens the door. <laughs> he wipes the handle. <laughs> he opens the pizza box. <laughs> So what uh, what's it like uh, traveling with friends? <laughs> Craig, Mark. can you rephrase that? Wait, is that for Aaron, isn't it? Craig, I don't know. Is that, that's is for that Aaron, for isn't it? I don't know who it's for. Uh, Antonio, what do you like Antonio, you, how about you? How about you ask this question, Antonio? Well, Mark, you and Craig have traveled together and me and Aaron have also traveled together. Yeah. What is it like traveling with a friend, and why is that different than traveling with people that you dislike? <laughs> well, I've never traveled with someone that I dislike necessarily, uh, on purpose, I guess. Maybe once or twice, on, not on purpose, but of course it's way better with someone that you like. Uh, Craig, I happen to like. He's a human being, and um, it makes sense to travel with a human being that you like. So I've had a lot of good times with Craig. We've gone to different areas in Mexico. We've gone to the beach. We've gone to Six Flags, where I also (laughs) inadvertently (laughs) abandoned him to join other friends. And um, And he regrets it to this day, so it's okay. We've also gone to New York City and Toronto and Buffalo, New York. And uh, what did we we do in New York City, Craig? We walked around. pizza with you guys. We ate pizza with Antonio. That's true. Um, we bought, we were like going to malls and buying shoes or something. I got a pair of Converse. Every night we went to Madison Square, or not Madison Square, every night we went to Times Square. Yeah, we went to Times Square. Uh, I, we also, it was in New York where we went and got those wings, right? At the famous wing place. It, was, it must have been in Buffalo because mm. of the Buffalo wings. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, yeah, they were delicious. Yeah. Buffalo's, Traveling with friends is is fun. I like it. No, it was it was really great. Uh, but um, yeah, I would definitely suggest traveling with people that you like instead of not instead of not liking them. But yeah, Aaron, what about you? Um, yeah, I mean, what's it like traveling with friends? Most of the time, it's good. I think uh, all the trips I've had with Antino it have been very memorable. Um. And yeah, they were a lot of fun. Um, what about your most recent trip to Florida? That was a lot of fun. That was a do? lot of fun. Um, we podcasted we, on the road. <laughs> we did basically. What did we do? We went to Florida. We went to where did we do? Texas. In Florida? Yeah, we went to Texas Florida? with the Buckies. That was the highlight of the trip. Was Buckies, which yeah. is basically this rest stop that's like souped up and it's got everything that you could possibly think of in it and it's clean so that was probably one of the highlights of the actual road trip was stopping at bucky's <laughs> and there's they're like once you get to texas they're all the way like to florida i think right was, wasn't there one in florida too mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they're all so. in like the south areas yeah we went so, to a beach where ponce de leon landed oh yeah we went to the beach I think he yeah. murdered a bunch of people but i could be wrong yeah and we went to a museum and There's a lot of history in Jacksonville that I didn't know about, or at least near Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of U.S. history from first settlers and all that stuff. I thought it was all in New York. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, overall, it was a, the last trip was pretty cool. I've done uh, some other road trips with different people, and some of them were good. Some of them not, weren't the best, but like one road trip, I hit a deer, which I told that story, I think, before. But, but that was kind of a mess. Um, and international trips, I went on one that was terrible with two other people. Um, primarily because I had to basically like do everything, do all the planning and all that stuff. So that was kind of annoying and they were just having a great time. So oh, but you were like in charge of everything. I wasn't well, sort of, I wasn't supposed to be, it was supposed to be all three of us like putting our heads together and right. saying, Hey, where do you want to go? Where was Antonio one of those people? He was not. No, this is, no. I actually have purchased hotel rooms with his credit card for him. Oh wow! Way to go. <laughs> that's yeah, I think it, I think that, that <clears throat> that's definitely something irritating when like, well, you know, like any trip, you have to plan it. You know, you have to come up with stuff to do. You can't just go to the place and not have yeah. anything planned, right? So people who think that they can do that, you're wrong. Yeah, right? it was very annoying. Yeah, so um, so they didn't have than- they didn't have any input at all. Um, well, I'll give you a, I'll, I'll give you the, the the whole story very quickly. Basically, what happened was we were. This is when I was living in Connecticut. We found a really cheap deal from New York to London. My friend wanted to go. I had no desire to go to Europe at all, um, but he wanted to go, and so I said, "Okay, let's go." And then, and this might be. Well, no, I'm kind of glad I did. I caught another one of my friends. I was trying to get four of us to go, but eventually it only ended up being three of us. And so our plan was to backpack <laughs> through uh, through Europe, apparently. So my friend had connections in London, which was cool because that's where we we're going to fly into. But they didn't have connections anywhere else. And I said, OK, well, we bought the tickets like three weeks before the trip. It was very quick because the deal was like three hundred dollars round trip from New York to London. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So we had to get that. But we there was no time to really plan anything. So I said, well, hey, I'll keep reaching out to people and see if they know people in these other countries and we'll see if we can find contacts. And they're like, "Okay, cool. So we get to London. And at this point, we're supposed to stay with this family who we just met for uh, like a couple of days and then start traveling around. So when I'm, I'm sitting there at the table at this family's house, I am allergic to cats. They have two of them in a fully carpeted home which basically means there's a lot of cat dander around oh yeah yeah. so uh, my eyes are swollen i'm feeling miserable i'm at this laptop and i'm like hey which flights do we y'all want to get and they're playing at the time Wii sports was like really big so they're playing Wii sports (laughs) and i'm like i'm like will you all please (laughs) i need to buy the tickets which tickets do i get which times where are we going to flow did you get did you hear back from such and such you know they were more interested in playing games than actually trying to figure out flights. So I just bought tickets to go everywhere, and we just had to wing it because they oh, weren't. Man. They weren't helping me. They were not helping, and I was very upset, and That's I wasn't no feeling fun. well. Yeah. So yeah, I can look back at it and laugh now, but at the time I was like, <laughs> and then one of the cats kept attacking me. It was it was a mess. Oh. Was a- Are you still friends with those? With the people who went on the trip? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. We're good now. Yeah, we're fine. I mean, at the end of, at the end of the day, I you know I did enjoy the trip, but there were a lot of moments on the trip where I was heated because they weren't listening. 
Right. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, but that is frustrating. Mark, something similar you and Aaron have is that you've also traveled internationally, correct? I have not. I thought you went to Brazil. That's a lie. <laughs> I have pictures of not. <laughs> you have pictures of me at Cristo uh, <laughs> at the Christ meeting the Christ. No, it's true. I have I have traveled internationally. Uh, what I just said twenty seconds ago was a lie. Yeah, I did. I did. I went to Brazil. I love having you on the podcast. I went to Brazil and I went to um, Europe and I've gone to Guatemala, so Central America. Nice. Um, all for different purposes, all at different times. None of them. Oh, you weren't going people? all at once. It none of the same. Like, none of them bam. were the same time. Yeah. But uh, so do yeah, you I, speak Portuguese I was or gonna, Spanish or? I I speak some Spanish. It's I have a white boy accent, of course. Um, even though I am technically Mexican, um, and I did. I learn, never knew what your nationality was. To be honest, you're kind of ambiguous. Yeah, a little bit. But I'm fully Mexican, pretty much. And then I also <laughs> did learn some Portuguese. I learned some Portuguese, but it's pretty, it's not so good now for sure. I, I could probably scrape by if I tried, but I would sound really horrible. Uh, I was going to ask Aaron, though, uh, about not wanting to travel to Europe. Why Why didn't you want to travel to Europe? Because I was learning Portuguese at the time, and the only country I wanted to go to was Portugal. And I had oh. already been. By the time this, this trip came up, I had already been to Portugal. Oh, man. So I'm like, so that was enough for me. But um, I'm more of a... I'm more of a tropical beach person. So when I traveled, I wanted to go somewhere tropical and warm. Gotcha. So my ideal trip was like to Brazil because I've been there a few times too. And, you know, South America. Those are my those are my places personally that I would like to go. No offense to any European people. <laughs> but it's Your like if you place stinks. I mean, if you've been to the US, you've been to Western Europe. So it's like, like uh, God forbid we go somewhere like Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the architecture was nice. I'm glad I went. And Rome was amazing. So Did you do I, as the Romans do when you were in Rome? I, I did. I did as the what Romans. What do they do while they're there? <laughs> Well, if eating and taking pictures is what they do, then that's what I did. <laughs> okay. Well, that sounds yeah. like that's what tourists do. What do the people yeah. who live there do? <laughs> no, I'm definitely glad I went. Rome was amazing. Madrid was awesome. Uh, we people, went to Paris. People in Rome just walk around. That's why it's called Rome. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> right, exactly. That makes sense. You know what's funny? They had these. Their this is a random, completely random thought, but the water in Rome tasted really good. Like they have these public fountains everywhere and the oh, water wow. was really really good and i couldn't figure out why until i got back and apparently they they the way they process their water over there is completely different from ours and it's spring water i guess too oh cool yeah. so it's like does it taste fresher yeah it does it's wow. really strange Man. it's weird i know that's kind of a random thing to say but it, it was notable no that's cool. and they're all over the place they're like public fountains everywhere yeah. Which you don't really see much here. I don't think. Not anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we went to Denmark and uh, Croatia and also Venice, Italy. So, uh, but um, yeah, it was during the summertime and uh, man, loved Croatia. Yes. Antonio. Antonio's also eating a quesadilla. Antonio's also eating a quesadilla <laughs> now. That's amazing. Wow. I'm proud of you. That is amazing. 
Um, but yeah, Croatia was incredible. <laughs> Welcome we, back to Quesadilla, the podcast <laughs> with four different kinds of cheese and ham. <laughs> yeah, and ham. Quesadillas are amazing with ham on them. Did Did yours have ham in it? Yeah. What does yours have, Antonio? Um, cheese and more cheese. Aaron, why don't you have a quesadilla? Um, I'm just I'm just gonna wait for now. I don't eat okay. a whole lot of cheese if I can help it. Oh, okay. So, I do. I'm not saying I don't eat it at all, yeah. but I I keep it to a Stay minute. Away. Yeah. Can you make a quesadilla without cheese? No, because it wouldn't be a quesadilla. <laughs> Good, but I mean, you could use a substitute, eh? You could use like uh, asparagus. Like, you mean like a vegan? Well. You mean like a vegan quesadilla? Yeah, could you make like a vegan quesadilla? Oh, what about? Oh, you know what a vegan quesadilla is? What? You just get a tortilla and you cry into it and then you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> basically, basically. <laughs> Hey, what about uh, what about Sorry to all the a quesadilla with Nutella in it? Yeah, yeah, that uh, sounds great. That would be good. That sounds good to me. Like a bologna or a PB and J crossover that I don't want to be a part of. I actually, <laughs> I actually, I mean, Antonio talked about this. I think on a previous Best Three to Three podcast where I made soda out of sparkling water and juice. I also, when I ran out of bread, yeah. I would use tortillas and put <laughs> peanut butter and jam on them and, and oh, yeah. use that. It, 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 no, great. it's good. It's good. It's yeah, good. yeah, it's good. it is. Yeah. You know, I actually, also sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, this is a little bit. This is in the universe of of jam and peanut butter, but it's not in the tortilla spectrum okay. uh so I, I went to this burger shop uh probably a couple months ago and what's it called i don't remember but it was amazing i had this burger with spicy habanero jam on oh. the burger it was so good but oh. i would implore every listener to try and just put jam on the next burger that maybe you make or even if you get it and you bring it home Put a little bit of jam on it, and if it can be a spicy jam, like, oh, it's so good! It's so so good. I would just, I would just recommend that highly. Man, that reminds me of the SpongeBob episode. <laughs> That's where, what I was gonna say. <laughs> where they were, and when that episode, like, I can't remember what was it called. They were putting the jam on all these burgers. Was it like crabby sauce or something? I don't remember. But they were I putting forget. jam on these burgers, and when I saw that, I was like, man, that looks so good. And I didn't realize that it was a cartoon. But if you're recommending it, Mark, I will definitely try it. And I was just going to say, too, the spicy jam, like the jalapeno jam or any kind like that, um, if you ever find any. I don't know if they have that in Canada or not. I'm not really sure. But they sell it we here. Don't, we don't have grocery stores in Canada. So ah, makes you, have, sense. you have to forage. You just have to, you just have to go <laughs> kill a moose for dinner. You kill a moose and find like wild berries on a bush and you <laughs> mush them until they become jam you can just get yeah. small things you can get from tim hortons and put it all together yeah which by nice. the way is still not a gas station <laughs> <laughs> well oh, mark wasn't there for the episode because he was sick oh I yeah i was telling well, them that i didn't know that tim hortons wasn't a gas station i, I listened to it i listened to it oh okay cool yeah. you just but what were you saying aaron well i was just gonna say that spicy pepper jelly if you can find any, it's really also good on not only burgers, but also on breakfast sandwiches. If you ever eat, if anybody oh, yeah. eats those with the egg, the oh, sausage, that's and the delicious. Biscuit. Yeah, the spicy jam, like the jalapeno. What pesto. is the spicy jam designed for? Like, what was it? What's its actual purpose? 
Let me, it, it's so good. Let me find the website that does it. Cause there's, you know, there's obviously a bunch of different people who make this spicy jam, but, um, yeah. is it like cranch? Mm, no. Well, we used to sell it at Whole Foods. They used to sell like a bunch of yeah. jams there. Like that you can you can get it at any pretentious store, basically. A pretentious, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sprouts, yeah. We would get free samples of it too, and I'd be like, "Yeah, this is really good." I would make a breakfast sandwich sometimes with bacon, eggs, oh. and like and like these homemade biscuits, and they put the jam on. Oh my god, that sounds good. So good. That makes me want to have another quesadilla. You should. You should get another one. How are you? Are you making? How did you make that? He he got an Uber delivery. <laughs> you didn't make it. Oh yeah. Can you describe to us the delivery, the Uber delivery yeah. process that you've enjoyed? Oh, so uh, the guy came in. He actually smashed through the window, and oh, good. made me clean yeah, up oh, the good. glass. <laughs> he said, "Oh good." <laughs> <laughs> He's really into it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he was like, God. here's your food. I'm like, that's not my name. And he's like, oh, gosh, what have I done? And then the other delivery guy came, and then he was like, oh, is this your food? And I was like, no, that is also not my food. And there was just a horde of oh, wow. Uber delivery men. All crashing to... through different windows? Yeah. And wow. it turns out I had Grubhub. I forgot to use Uber. So, Oh, that was the problem. Yeah. And then they ran off with my food in the end. <laughs> All that is left is this desk, this computer, and a microphone. <laughs> so, Mark, this is hot pepper peach fruit spread. Is this yes. the jam that you recommend? Ooh. Robert well, Roth's Well, not necessarily. There's all kinds of different brands you can get. Um, there's all kinds of different ones. So this is just an example. For breakfast Dude. to dinner party, hot pepper that, peach. That it's looks so, good. It's oh. so good. It's so Man. good. On a breakfast sandwich, I I have had hot jam on a breakfast sandwich. It's really good. But and I'm uh, feeling pretentious just looking at this. Yeah, it does. It makes you feel like a pretentious person. I feel like I need to trade stocks or something. (laughs) 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 But uh, Craig uh, signs up to the stock market. I'd like your best stock, please. (laughs) I'd like one best stock. Oh my god! I'm a oh. That's literally, that's literally what I would do. <laughs> Your best stock for today, please. <laughs> oh my gosh! What's the, what's the daily stock? <laughs> the stock it's of like the day. I have cash, sir. I'm good for. I it. have cash. What's the stock of the day? Yeah. Some This is, this is our this is our house place. stock, sir. It's usually served with. Uh, a couple of other less uh, less profitable stocks, but this one's very delicious, and it's uh, it's going to be nutritious for you as well, and you're going to make some money on it. <clears throat> as soon as they hand him the stock, it just like disappears and shatters in his hands. Just tanks, but yeah. So why do you podcast, Antonio? <laughs> Your your question asking today, Craig, has just been so like <coughs> blunt and it's like the difference between a segue, which is a segue into another conversation, and Craig just like drop kicking the question. I find and like that's the, that's the best three out of three style. We don't waste time with these, you know, fancy. We can edit it out later. Segue. It's fine. Edit. It'll be fine. I just I just have to ask the question, and when I edit it, it'll sound like I'm a normal person. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> what got you all into podcasting? I, asked I know uh, that Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, how did this process go down, and why? Uh, I listened to the two crazy scoops. Actually, I should I should incorrectly say your podcast name somehow. Let me think of a. It's the two crazy oops now. The, the two yeah. crazy snoops. No, just because Aaron said that we were the three on three podcast. So I. Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you! Oh, you heard that? Oh yeah. So it's like you guys are the two the two insane uh, buckets. The two insane buckets. Podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. That was so, incorrect. Uh, I listened to the Two Insane Buckets podcast for for a long time, and I always on my bike rides. And I thought to myself, "Man, I should make a podcast." And then uh, I texted Antonio, and I was like, "So you know how you're already on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about making another podcast?" <laughs> and he was like, "He what didn't you- even have the. He didn't even ask to be a guest. He had the audacity to ask to be in a podcast." Yeah. It was it was quite audacious. He has so much my, audacity that he records his podcasts on a program called Audacity. It's true. <laughs> I use a program called Reaper. <laughs> Which, but I told Craig, I was like, you know, me and you probably wouldn't have the best conversations. We need to throw in another, you know. Yeah, Antonio was like, we need, we need another. We need a wild card, and uh, I was like, I know just the wild card. Mark sitting at his desk trading stocks. So I was quietly. like, I was like your eleventh option, and Craig forced me into doing this podcast. I was like, I don't really have time for this right now in my life, and he was like, Please, Mark, please, we will pay you nothing. <laughs> and I said, I said, okay, I said, okay, for nothing, I'll do it. And we've had a blast ever since. Um, I enjoy doing it just to have an excuse to hang out with you guys, and um, also it gives me an excuse to edit things. So it's like a fun use of time during the <laughs> pandemic. I like to edit things and I like to hang out with you guys. So, and then we just kind of have fun. Uh, I really don't care about like the podcast content quality, as you can probably tell, <laughs> but uh, I'm more concerned just with like having a good time. And then as long as it sounds good, then I don't care what we're talking about. Unless we're talking about stocks. I hated that episode. Aside from that, <laughs> I have, I usually have a good time. <laughs> That's my take on podcasting. What about you guys? <laughs> and this has been another episode of Two Crazy Scoops and Best Three Out of Three Podcast. Aaron, what would you tell the three on the three out of three podcast? Best three out of three. <laughs> three You're on three. the podcast, Antonio. <laughs> um, I think the reason why we initially started is because our and this kind of ties into the road trips that we had took, you know, we would have some very interesting conversations, not just the road trips, but that was part of it. Uh, me and, and, and Tino always had some interesting conversations. A lot of it was controversial because I, I like for some reason, his personality is just the type of person that attracts like controversy. <laughs> and so I like I just like to bring up controversial topics with him. And just get a reaction out of them. And it's always great. And That's so awesome. we Yeah, so we've had some very interesting conversations. and uh, All of them, we came to the realization that it doesn't matter. Both people can have differing opinions about things and we can still be friends. That was the end of it all. And from that, the podcast yeah, was built. <clears throat> um, one time Mark told a story 
on our podcast. Um, and it was, it was pretty comfort controversial too. Um, he, he saw a bear and, uh, and that was it. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, did he really? I was like, I don't think Mark would do that. No, what no. He- Mark just, he said, <laughs> I saw a bear and then like, that was it. That was the story. And, uh, we moved on. <laughs> I could, I could expound that on that story. That is hilarious. I could expound on that story if you, you want, want to like me to. Yeah. Story? yeah. Okay. So we were actually up in, um. Uh, what's it called? Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, and Lake Taco. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> Lake Taco. Mm. Uh, Lake Taco, <laughs> Lake Tahoe, and it, w- it was our first night there. And actually, what was great about this bear sighting, and I'll get to that in a second, was we would have not seen it had my tire not gotten a massive nail, um, you know, puncture from the highway. Right. So how do these two relate, you ask? I don't know. How? I will tell you now. Thank you. We were driving on the highway, 70 miles an hour, maybe 68, maybe 69, somewhere in maybe there. Maybe 71 miles per hour? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe 72. I don't know. I can't tell you exactly. I could go back and look at the trajectory from the data okay. that I took. But anyway, um, I'll get back to you on that, Craig. Yeah, let's send me a text. Sounds good. Okay. So we were going about 70 miles an hour, and... Uh, I heard this weird noise. Like, have you ever heard a belt break in a car? I've been in a car. The belt has broken and smoke poured out of the... It has a really weird, like, hissing sound. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I heard that sound very briefly, and I was like, what was that? You know, and then I was like, I better pull over just to check on it. And there, coincidentally, you know, going up to Lake Tahoe, it's beautiful. There's mountains and trees and everything. Plenty of Mexican there was this food. perfect there was this perfect pullout with a uh, with an old barn looking thing and right at that point this perfect pullout pull you know appeared and I was like okay I'll pull out right here with this beautiful view too into a valley and uh, so we stopped there and immediately I heard the hissing the rushing air coming out of my back right rear tire and I was like oh no I was like oh no we have a flat and so we were with two other friends, my wife and I, and uh, so me and uh, me and um, me and Douglas, we we you know switched out the tire. Thankfully, the spare had enough air in it. And uh, anyway, what happened was it took quite some time to get the tire. I actually had to buy a new tire because it was such a large nail that it completely destroyed the tread. It was such a huge puncture; it destroyed the tread. I had to buy a new tire, so we went to a tire wow. shop. They couldn't help us because we literally went up to the guy and we were like, hey, are you guys, um, like, can we get our tire replaced there? And he was like, oh, we're closed. And we were like, and okay. he was so, there talking to you and he yeah, said they're closed? Yeah, and I was like, okay, so when, like, are you going on lunch or when do you open again? He was like, uh, we're closed indefinitely. And I was like, that's <laughs> what? great. Okay. So we left. So then we, you proceeded to call Uber to have them deliver a tire yeah, to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we got a driver okay. all the way from the Bay Area to come up, four-hour drive, bring <laughs> nice. us a new tire, put it, on, put it on, massage us while he's doing it as well. <laughs> nice. nice. Wash our feet. And, uh, yeah. And then, you know, and then we get a secondary massage after the feet washing right. as well. So anyway, we got a new tire. But they don't serve you dinner after? No, that that came later, but I yeah, oh, good. Okay, left okay. that part out. <laughs> didn't want to, didn't want to get too explicit. So then we got the yeah. new tire, 
put the tire on. Of course, continued our journey. So this delayed us probably, I would say, about four or five hours. It delayed uh-huh. us, right? But when we right. got to the cabin in Tahoe, or not cabin, but where we were staying, we unloaded and everything and decided to go to get some dinner. It was then that we were driving back down the, the hill to, to the Lake Tahoe area to get dinner that we saw the bear. The bear was in front of a garbage can trying to get some food. I I initially drove past it, and I was like, what was that, like, massive, fluffy object? Right. Because it was dark, right? Was it I was like, like what a was chinchilla? It? Like, what was it? I was like, what was that thing? So I, I stopped, and no one else saw it. I saw it in the corner of my eye. Pulled, you know, turned around, and it was literally this massive, massive, fluffy, fat, black bear uh like probably less than a hundred feet away we were in the car of course but my my beams were shining on him and uh he was just a beautiful creature high beams or regular beams regular i didn't want to be rude you know that's that's kind yeah anyway that's still can't get over lake taco yeah lake taco see so mark has pretty controversial stories too on our podcast so but that's what happened you know we wouldn't have seen the bear (laughs) If we wouldn't have gotten the flat tire. I, I, I almost thought about asking the Uber Eats driver to go and talk to the bear, to reason with him and have him join us for dinner. And I was also going I was also gonna ask the Uber Eats driver to, you know, of course feed the bear. He would have right. to chop the steak and it would be a huge steak. It's you know, it's gotta be at least a ten pound steak for the bear. He's gonna chop it. He's going to well, you know, put the steak in the bear's mouth you know make sure the bear <laughs> chews it properly yeah. give oh, the bear wow. a, give the bear a manicure pedicure sharpen nice. sharpen the claws you know <laughs> sharpen the claws. and uh, wow. i think the uber driver would have done it he was a he nice, would have he was a nice guy that's good so i'm gonna drop kick another question here um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> For uh, for anyone who's listening on the Best 3 out of 3 podcast, uh, we want to get you introduced to the Two Crazy Scoops podcast. So, Aaron and Antonio, what would you say uh, for a listener for their first time, if they wanted to give your podcast one shot, what's the one episode they should start at where you think, okay, this is the best episode, start here? I mean, the quality of the... I think our podcast has gotten better over time. It's because we've gotten used to it and everything. And so um, on on season one, my favorite episode, it was called The Cat, The Rat, and The Potential Bat. And I was with my friend Tyson. Because Tyson actually does radio on the side. And he has that radio announcer voice. So he knew he knows how to speak and he's very articulate. And so okay, that was my cool. favorite episode from the first season. Okay. But the most popular episode from the first season as far as listens actually goes to when we interview um, my friend uh, Damien um, who you know I thought it was very dry but it was the highest listened episode yeah it blew up from that season yeah nice so, okay so those are good what, starting point, points <clears throat> I think yeah. that you should start season four to be honest season I four is like that yeah. was the most fun I think for us and the season three, I like the season three finale, which was when we were doing hot wing. We were doing a hot ones challenge. 
Oh, that's a good episode. That was funny. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was, was that was a lot of fun, and I wish we had more of a visual element to show for that one because obviously that some of that was very visual. But um, I think there's like a short clip of it on Instagram. But uh, yeah, season four, we've we interviewed some very special guests. So I would listen to the cat, the rat, and the potential bat from season one, and then skip to season four. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this and, and I know you didn't ask this, but I will just throw this in there. The guests are really some of which I would say are the highlights for me because you interview people from so many different backgrounds and so many different interests, and they really make the podcast and they kind of bring out your, you know, yes, yeah. humorous and silly side as well. Talking to some of those experiences because, like, um, we had one, and I can't remember what his name was. Just my mind drew a blank. But it was the one who used to prank Tracy all the time. Uh, oh, Travis. Travis, yeah. Like, that was a really interesting episode. And he's, like, said some things. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, and I would have never, you know, I wouldn't have necessarily guessed that he would, how interesting he would have been just from the get-go, just when I first met him. But the episode turned out amazing. And then Tracy's episode was amazing as well. I really liked hers. Um and then, you know, uh, yeah, there's been some other gems, but nice. those are some of the ones that kind of stood out to me. That's cool. But podcasts are kind of like interesting because like your guy, the podcast with you on best three out of three, I feel is a little more focused on biking, small town Canada. Yeah. And funny stories about traveling or whatever. Like yeah. Talk. Just like f- funny nothingness. Also, we're reviewing Radiohead albums chronologically now, but yeah. Yeah. Which kind of fits in with a certain audience, you know? It's true. It fits a certain audience. Yeah. So that's how that's the interesting thing I found with podcasting is they can be like different things. It's not. It's true. Yeah, they're very different. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it can come so together in sweet harmony. So, what would be your guys' favorite episode from the best three out of three? That's a good question. Um, to be honest, I really enjoy the Kenneth episodes. <laughs> so anything with Kenneth in it, basically. I too yeah. enjoyed the Kenneth one. Yeah, there's so I feel like the chemistry between the four of us is really really good like yeah it's like a a love square you know not a love triangle but a love square is it more like a rectangle i guess you could say a rectangle it's like a love rectangle yeah Yeah. like a love rectangle sure yeah (laughs) yeah episode five pictures that also have a bike in them featuring kenneth i recommend start there yeah pictures that also have a bike in them Featuring Kenneth is amazing. Um, I also really enjoyed not one, not three, but two pickles. <laughs> that, was, that was a fun one. That was episode 10. Uh, so either of those. So which one that. was the one that we dissected into two episodes? Uh, episode eight, which was part eight, part one, and nine, part two. Yeah, I really enjoyed those as well. Yeah, those um, ones both had Kenneth on them too. I love but the, that's I love the ending to part one where Kenneth just says, So just as a dissected animal has two parts, so too this podcast. That's right, and it ends <laughs> on that so, note. So, so brutally hilarious. <laughs> But also my audio, I think that was when I was driving on the road, wasn't it? Yeah, that was while you guys were on the road trip. Yeah, your audio was really bad. (laughs) Your audio was so (laughs) bad. (laughs) It was so bad. We couldn't understand you. It was like, it was like, hey, Antonio, what's the, you know, the answer to this question? And Antonio would be like. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
<laughs> it's true, it's true. And Aaron was like trying to sleep. It was great. Aaron, well, your voice one... makes it into like I think one second of audio in that episode. So yeah, tune in. What was your most fun episode? Because for some reason mine was seven, but I don't think anyone liked that one. My most fun episode has been the episodes where we get to talk about Uber driver. Eats <laughs> yeah, anytime we get to talk about Uber, I have the most fun. Uber eats drivers are the best. Yeah. I liked Happiness as a warm podcast. That was fun. <laughs> Isn't that like the lowest rated podcast? It's like yeah. the lowest rated <laughs> episode. That's the That's so so I don't even think I've listened to that one yet. <laughs> That's the one where you just say, yeah, I saw a bear. And then you didn't, don't say anything oh, okay. else. <laughs> yeah, and I think you, we let you share your screen and you were looking up e-bikes for a large majority of the time as well. Yeah, you were just like, oh, look at this e-bike. Oh my goodness, guys, look at this e-bike. Oh man, I want to buy this e-bike so bad. But we're going to stop talking about that, Mark, because you, yeah. I can see you're already going off into a daze, <coughs> an e-bike daze. So, Aaron, what uh, what do you do? Uh, like for a live? For, for money, for yeah. What, the question should be, what won't you do for money? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, Aaron, what won't you do for money? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, right now I work at a digital marketing agency. Cool. And so that's my job. I basically help businesses with their Google profiles and answer reviews for them and make posts for them and make sure that they local SEO is so they rank higher on Google. That's basically what I work on. Cool. So, Mark, if you ever want to be a guest by yourself and we can talk about stocks. Yeah. You're always welcome. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm, I, I added um, the stock episode to my playlist because I want to hear that because that's really interesting to me. It's um, not, Aaron. No, it, no. I. Well, do you? Okay, did you do that for a living? No, no. I, I, um, I've been doing it for a couple years, and really, to get really good at it, you have to do at least two years of, of trading, and and so I'm in my third year just started my third year so i've done two years and right now the market has just been so yeah has just been so bad that i mm-hmm. there's really no yeah i'm about I'm not, to drop kick another question i'm mark. not good there's okay. no more room for no, talking I'm about gonna, this okay we already it's just gonna take like five seconds craig. it's gonna take like five seconds craig okay okay if basically it's over i'm muting you basically i'm like <laughs> i'm not good enough at this point to find the opportunities in this market this market's very like it's so dry. Like you, you have to scrape and scrape and scrape to get the opportunities. I'm not. I don't yeah. have the time to do that right now, and I'm not good enough to to capitalize on them. Whenever the market's like roaring, and it's really great, I can definitely make money in that market. But right now, that's not the case. So that's it. Gotcha. So well, basically, we'll, that's we'll, how it is. We'll have you on, and we'll pick your brain with it. Yeah. And so, we're, so what do you do for a living then? Did you already say that? No, I'm a notary loan loan signing agent. So, like, for instance, whenever someone buys a house or sells a house or refinances their house, there's always a a uh, loan package that has mm-hmm. to be signed. And it's usually mm-hmm. around 120 to 160 pages. And so um, there's always a, a closing agent or, or signing agent, rather, who, you know, who takes that package to the to the purchaser. 
or seller and they they sign and that person also is a notary so um, because there's certain things that have to be notarized in that package so that's that's, okay. that's, that's what no I do so I'm that person who takes the package to the to the signer and then we sign together and uh, yeah I notarize it and they sign and wait so are you responsible if something goes wrong like is there something that can go wrong and are you responsible if it does yeah I mean to a degree there's there's definitely some some liability like I have to have uh, I have to have insurance but um, so but, like what's what could go wrong and that's what I, I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out what could go wrong like what's the worst case scenario um, well the training that I've received, basically the the main thing is like if I give advice, like if I were to give advice to someone, that could definitely bite me in the butt. Okay. But uh, where you know, the training that I've received is to never give advice. So I mm-hmm. always I never do. So that's that's probably the biggest thing. Like that's if you're trying to, to if you're trying to give legal advice or tax advice or something mm-hmm. like that, definitely mm-hmm. is uh, prohibited. Uh, as a notary loan signing agent. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, you just got to stay away from that and make sure that you don't do any illegal notarization, uh, you know, anything that would be considered illegal with, with regard to the notarizing. So, okay. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Here comes a drop kick. (laughs) Thanks so much for sharing. So before we wrap up, um, we if you will, if you want to see the pictures from today's episode, there will be pictures coming up for the small town news segment. Visit our blogspot best three out of three dot blogspot dot com and send us an email of your bike, and we will be rated on best three out of three, best three out of three at gmail dot com. Uh, so guys, guess what? Time for small town Canada. <laughs> it's time for the news from small town Canada. And uh, this one, this is going to be a little interactive for you guys, okay? So I want you to fill in the blank here. I've got the headline. Guess what the word is that I that I say is blank in the headline, okay? okay. So here, here's, the, here's the headline. Blank arrested after walking into Saskatchewan Tim Hortons refusing to leave. So that's the headline. Who do you Bear? think walked in? Blank arrested after <laughs> walking into arrested. Saskatchewan Tim Hortons refusing to leave. What... Uh, Craig. It's Craig? <laughs> is that your final answer? The answer is goat. Goat Uh-oh. arrested after walking into Saskatchewan Tim Hortons. Um, so I'm going to share my screen here so you guys can see it. And if you go to the blog spot, you'll be able to see the pictures. So there was this woman who, who called at 4 a.m. And there's a goat here sitting in the entry of, what? of Tim Hortons. <laughs> He's <laughs> just is. walked in. And he's settled down for a nap. And it says no skateboarding, no biking, but it doesn't say no goats. Right. So that's why so, he's that's amazing. So the goat just kind of snuck in for a little nap at a Tim, at a Timmy's. Um, he probably smelt the food and was like, and hoped someone would give him something. Yeah. Well, that he thought is. it was a gas station. Actually, was what he thought it was a was. gas station. <laughs> Craig, there are obviously parking spaces in front of here. There <laughs> are parking spaces. <laughs> Clearly, this is a gas station, as you can see. There's the goat in there. He's standing up, which is a nice picture. And uh, here's another one with the goat standing up. Um, he's just a he's happy tagged. little goat. 
he's tagged and it says that the owners eventually found him organizers of the university of saskatchewan rodeo said the animal escaped from their event which kicked off in martinsville hours earlier on saturday so this small town news is from the small town in saskatchewan martinsville martinsville has approximately 9645 people in it making it smaller than winkler wow i wonder if i can email them can you send an email to Winkler for us? I've uh, sent several. I am heartbroken to re, re, to share that they have not replied. They still haven't Those replied. are also my other favorite parts is when Mark writes to Winkler. Yeah, those are Mark amazing. and family, I should say. Yeah, Mark and family. Mark and family have not Mark received and, a reply. Another thing we do on Best 3 out of 3 is we end with a rock, paper, scissors tournament. Um so we five. can do that. And then handshake a handshake tournament. And then, Antonio, after that, you can also do the two crazy scoops ending, and I'll try to splice them together. We've been We're podcasting for two hours, so let's get Thanks this Thanks for over. listening, folks. Let's... Uh, okay. Rock... Wait, gotta close wait, your wait, eyes. We have to close our eyes. Okay. Oh. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay, I'm paper. Mark is rock. I mean, Mark is scissors, Aaron is scissors, and Antonio is rock, which means... I think the two beats the paper, and then I beat both of them. Antonio's the winner. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Antonio's the uh, Wait, but no, again. but no, but Craig covers rock. I co- Oh yeah, I cover the rock. But there were two scissors. So does one of the scissors gets me, then the rock bashes the other one scissor, but then there's still one scissor left standing. Which Wait, I also bash. Unless I cover the rock first. Which doesn't That's make true. sense. Yeah, this doesn't That's this true. doesn't work with four people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it one more time. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> You'd have to have Wait. two people play against yeah. each other, and then you'd have to yeah. have the... Yeah, exactly. Whatever. So let's do that. Let's just have Craig and Aaron first. Okay. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Wait, wait. Let's start over. Okay. Rock, paper, Rock, scissors. Rock, paper, okay. scissors. Scissors. Okay. I'm scissors. Right. Aaron is scissors. Okay. okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay, he covers me. I'm Rock and Aaron's paper. All right, so now Aaron fights me because I'm the, the challenger, but then... but. Um, Antonio's the the champion, the reigning champ. Yeah. So you got to get through me to get to the champ. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Ready? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, Mark is scissors. Aaron is paper. Mark comes out victorious. Okay, now right, it's the now reigning I'm champ. Fighting the Antonio. reigning champ. I am challenging. Go. Rock, paper, scissors. <gasps> oh, Mark is rock. Antonio smashed. is scissors. Mark destroys Antonio. And the crowd goes wild. The reigning champion. As I said, whenever I win, I do not want that. I'm fine losing. So you're happier. No, you're, you're I take win. the title. I'm happier. I take Thank the you. title. I take the win. I take everything it's for the yeah, gold. We need to make a big old like belt. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the podcasting belt. Stay tuned for our coffee table book, also coming out on Amazon in uh, in a short order. Yeah, for nine ninety nine ninety nine. Chalk chalk filled with pictures that also have bikes in them so thanks for listening to best three to three the podcast and thanks for stay classy the, the tucson two crazy scoops podcast but now now do your regular ending antonio this has been two crazy scoops podcast with your hosts ao and antino and mark and craig it's been real it's been fun it's been real fun see you next time you stay classy, Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs>